guys what's up how you all doing so um well it's been a while i recorded a podcast so today i decided to talk about something a little bit personal from the regular things i've been talking about so today i'm alone okay so my brother's not here recording with me because we decided to start doing a podcast separately. He owns his own podcast now. You can check it out. It's the Altecast. Alteo, Alte. I don't know. However, <laughs> it's pronounced. It's basically about music. So he talks about. Um, it's basically about alternative music. All right. So if you love alternative music, I think you should check out his podcast and his Instagram. Um, if you love um, musicians like um, Nonso Amadi, Rikasani, Show Them Camp, I love Show Them Camp. Alright, yeah, so anyway, today I'm recording alone and like I said, I want to be talking about something a little bit more, like a little bit personal. So, this is um, a story, alright, so um, I want to talk about me, myself and I. Uh, so, I'm based in Benin Republic in my family, and I would say one thing, okay, this podcast is really going to be short, I just decided to talk about something personal, like I said, I sound like a broken record right now, sorry about that, so I was trying to say that I, yeah, I get a lot of questions from people like, oh, you're based in Benin Republic, how come you speak English so well? And I'm like, doesn't mean, okay, Benin Republic is a French country. Doesn't mean living in a French country or a country that speaks a language that is not yours. Does it mean you would actually stop speaking or understanding your own language? Because English is my language. Because Nigeria is an English-speaking country. While Benin Republic is a French-speaking country. I learned French in school, okay? Um, shout out to all Cotonou International School students, you guys. I love you all so much. So, um, yeah, back then in school, we were, we were taught how to speak French. You know, there was this man they called Misu um, Chocolat. <laughs> yeah, anybody who went to CIS, like, Mr. Shukola was was a terrorist. <laughs> That's basically what I'm going to say. He was a terrorist. So if you did not understand French, then <laughs> you will go to you will go to the house. You will sleep. You will ask God to please teach you French in your dream because you want to understand. That man was a terrorist. He was he he what he does is he will teach you, give you a note, ask you to go home, cram everything he taught you. You come back home the next day. Sorry, you come back to school the next day and you're going to start reciting everything like without your book. So you must learn the French. You know, so that's it. That's like how I, I got to start speaking French. And at, at first, it was hard. Okay, it was very hard. But I adapted like it was... I started from, you know, a tender age and, and everybody around me spoke French. And I was so curious to learn like I was I was excited to learn the language. So anything or any word I see that I don't understand, I would always ask those who spoke French to please help me explain what this means or whatever. You know, when I was in primary school then 
I didn't have a phone and like, I didn't have access to just like we have access to Google and YouTube right now so if you don't understand anything you can easily go online and search what it meant but then of course there was we didn't I, I didn't I wouldn't, I'm not gonna say we didn't I personally had no access to these things then so I would always ask those who spoke French so they would always help me to understand so that was how I learned how to speak French and I primary school yeah French English bilingual to be sincere it was I was it was a bilingual school okay we did French yeah we did mathematics which is mathematics and French we did physics chemistry which is physics and chemistry in French we did um, um, other subjects you know I can't, can't really remember their names SVT uh, I think that was biology yeah then um my secondary school yeah the same thing then university university was quite for me because I already learned the whole French and need to learn in school plus I was associating with um the French speaking people like where I worked was French so everything was just French 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 everywhere you went to everybody you were interacting with was in French the only time you get to speak English here is when you're with your family okay and your friends who speak English sometimes you go out with those friends who speak English and all of you end up speaking French okay because everybody around you understands French so you just end up speaking French with them so my family like I always tell people like I'm from a very typical Igbo family all right for people who know my mom is from the north my dad's from the east that's Hausa Igbo um, in my house, we don't speak Igbo language. I understand Hausa because I was born in the north. I understand Igbo, like the general, um, they call it um, central Igbo, yes. I understand the central Igbo. And then I, I don't really understand my own dialect. Like when it, goes, when it comes to where I'm from, I do not, I'm not proud to say it, but I do not really speak that Igbo, like the in-depth of it. Okay, but I try. I understand sometimes, but it's really, really hard. But anyways, yeah, that's about it. I'm not from a very typical Igbo family. My parents, whenever my mom and my dad wants to discuss, they end up speaking Hausa together. So it's, it's very difficult for my siblings. I'm even the one trying. I remember yesterday, my sister um, came to me and was like, Auntie Ada, please, what is Incha? And I was like, Incha is soap. She doesn't even know what it means. So it's not very good. I think that parents need to try more. But I think maybe because my both parents are not from like the same um, tribe. That's the reason why it's a little bit more difficult for us. Maybe if my mom was also evil, my dad was evil, it would have been easier. You know, so sometimes it's clashing. Most times they're speaking Hausa. Or the other times they just speak a little bit of evil to us. I don't know so we end up I and my siblings end up speaking French at home sometimes when we go out we don't want someone else to understand what we're saying so we just tend to speak it in French not even in our own language what I, which I think is wrong alright I think it's very wrong I think that parents need to do more for their children to understand the language of um, their tribe I totally I like I am I am 
I'm not going to say I'm the wrongest person. If there's any word like wrongest, I'm the wrongest person to actually advocate for that. But it's not too late. Okay. I speak evil. You know, I try. Like, I try. I cannot, like, flow really well. But I do try my best to, like, sometimes, oh, I just try. Okay. So, my family is not, like, typical evil family. So, some people ask me, how are you able to speak French? So, No. Okay, the question is, how are you able to speak English so well? And I'm like, I am an English-speaking person. I am Anglophone. I'm not fl- Francophone. I said Francophone. <laughs> I'm not Francophone. So, I tend to speak the two languages and I mix it up. You know, when I'm with the French people, I speak it. And French is a, it's a little difficult, you know. But we try. So... My life, basically, like I said, it's, it's a little bit more personal. Yeah, um, I've been based here with my family for, I think, 16 to 17 years now. Alright, so it's been, it's been wonderful. I love Benin Republic. I love Kotonu. I call it home. Okay, like whenever I cross the border, once I pass the toll gate, I'm like, oh, finally I'm home. Which is wrong because this is not like my roots. But this is where I grew up. This is where I know. Lagos, okay, Nigeria as a whole is, it's, I'm not, a lot of people are going to take it, a lot of people are going to take this personal, but the truth is, Nigeria as a whole is even strange to me. Whenever, I love Nigeria, okay, I know there are a lot of things going on in Nigeria. People who know me know that I love Nigeria. I love Lagos. Lagos is not my state, but I love Lagos. I love the vibe in Lagos. I love everything about Lagos. People are going to say, oh, Lagos is hard. Lagos is this. Yes, I know. I love Lagos. Like, I love the life in Lagos. I love see. Do you know what? I'm, I'm going to deep about this whole thing, but all I'm just trying to say is, I love Nigeria. I love my country. Despite everything that's going on right now with the country, I still love Nigeria. And I want to be able to, like, come back, live my life there, and experience how it is. Because I've lived all my life here. It's been wonderful. I'm not going to lie. Like like I said, Benin Republic is home, is my second home. On my first, because I grew up here. Everything I know is here. Everything I was taught. Everything I was taught. I was taught in the Republic. Every single thing that I know is from this place. Okay, I know the in and out of Kotonu to be precise. But once I cross the border, I become a stranger in my own country, which I do not really like. You know, I do not really like that. But well, what can I do about it? So I'm trying, I'm, 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 well, the, the, the secret is, my dad once told me that, hey, girl, listen, the only ticket out of Benin Republic is NYC, like he was, he was specific about it. So I basically cannot wait to serve, because I feel like once I leave, once, once I'm able to leave this country and go for service, I'm going to fly like a bird. <laughs> not that I didn't mean it that way but I'm like this I'm going to be free you know I'm going to experience other things I'm going to see life in a different 
uh, okay, from a different page of the book because I've been reading one probably one section of the book for a really long time. So I want to read the other section. I know it's not going to be the, um, easy. It's going to be really hard, but I want to try it, okay? Because I was speaking to a friend of mine last. Was it last? No, on Thursday. Yeah, last week. Baptista. It was her birthday, so I just called to wish her happy birthday. Shout out to you, Baptista. And um, I was telling her that Banner Republic actually slows me down. I don't know about other people. I'm not going to say it slows us down. I'm going to stop talking about myself. It's a country whereby everything's been provided for you. Alright? Everything. Okay, not everything, but like the basic things that you need are being provided for you. So you don't have to you don't have to struggle or wash about stuff. Everything is just there. Just come out of your house and you you know, like every the life is easy and it's slow. But I feel in Nigeria everybody has this energy, there's this hustle. Though it's not somebody's going to be like, oh, so you like suffering. No, it's not about that. It's like it just makes you I feel it makes you stronger. Because here right now. I may not be able to live the kind of life people in Lagos live because, well, some parts of Lagos, because I know there's Lagos and there's Lagos. I think there's Lagos and there's Echo. <laughs> so, some parts of Lagos, though, life there is quite okay. But the other parts, there's this hustle, there's this struggle. You know, you have to always push for, for things to happen. But here, you don't have to push. Like, you just want it to happen and it happens that way. As long as, well, you have the means. Right, you have to have the means anyways. So that's how like life in Benin Republic is. I love this place. Like I love Benin Republic. If I go for NYSC and I'm done seeing the life in Nigeria probably for a year, because I know that's how long it lasts, I would definitely come back here. Okay? Like probably get a job or something. I already have a job, but like get another job, you know, after service. So I don't want to go like too deep about the whole personal thing. Maybe in, maybe another podcast, okay? It's, it's going to be like a story time where I tell you guys a lot of things about me. All right. And um, if you're listening in for the first time, welcome. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to send me a personal message. I would really, really appreciate it. And guys, I forgot. <laughs> news, good news. Well... The Hangout Podcast is now available on Apple Podcast <laughs> as The Hangout. Yeah, and I'm sorry. That's for those using um, iOS. For the Android users, we have um, um, The Hangout on Audio Mac. All right, so, and SoundCloud. So you can easily check that out. And um, Google Podcast, yes, Google Podcast. So please just check it out listen in sending questions or um contributions or um comments anything you have to whatever it is you want to say i would really really appreciate it and on my apple podcast please subscribe and leave your ratings it would mean a lot to me (laughs) all right so thank you like i enjoy doing this a lot i really really do i think i want to become an oap But anyways, until my next podcast. Until my next podcast. Sorry, I'm not high. (laughs) You all should just stay fabulous. Thank you so much.
拜拜。